Hey guys, what's up? You guys, it's been a week since I've uploaded a podcast here on my podcast. <laughs> it's been, yeah, it's been like two weeks, I think. Um, last one I uploaded, I told you guys I was going on a trip to LA. I am finally back. I am kind of jet lagged, not going to lie, kind of jet lagged. Mm, just a little bit, actually, not really, but um, I actually go back to work today. It is seven in the morning right now, and I am recording this podcast for you. I have so much to tell you guys about LA. Just this whole episode is really just going to be based on LA and my experience, and if I had fun, and just talk to you guys about you know everything that happened. Um, I want to share a lot of these things with you just because I want whoever listens to this, if they have not gone to LA to prepare themselves, because I think it's really, uh, it's really, you know, I think it'll be good to prepare yourself for stuff like this. I don't know, but I just feel like it'll help someone out. Um, also your boy has been going through it. I, okay. So. I got back from LA two days ago on Sunday. It's Tuesday. Um, And I completely, wow. It was honestly, the ride back was pretty, pretty good. The ride to go to LA, you know, the ride, the flight. (sighs) I'm I'm making no sense right now. It's because I'm really like having a little anxiety. I have anxiety right now at the moment. It's crazy how I'm really even recording this episode because my anxiety and depression has hit, guys. And that's, and it, I've been like this for about four days already. I am completely and shocked. I am doing way better, though. I am just still like getting into the groove of like trying to, like, you know, soothe myself back into my daily routine and actually be on my feet and just not cry hysterically in my bed, listen to depressing ass music, not eating anything. But yes, the flight to go to LA was pretty horrible. I'm gonna I'm gonna say. Um we took United Airlines and honestly it wasn't a good flight going to LA. I feel like the space that I had for my feet wasn't pretty good. I, I felt like I was really suffocating myself. Um but the flight back to Jersey and stuff, like I took Alaska Airlines, and honestly, Alaska Airlines was was the deal. I had so much space. Um, the plane also had, you know, not many people on board, so I literally had to sit next to no one. Um, I on my road there was only two of us, one at the end, and I was in the window, and so that was pretty nice. Uh, my friend, my two friends, they got to sit with no one, so lucky them. <laughs> um, but one of my friends sat behind me, and the other one sat like four or five rows behind us. Um, other than that, the flight, you know, it, it was good. It was okay. Okay. While I was there, honestly, I was really excited because it was my first time going to LA. You know, as you guys her last episode I uploaded, I told you guys how excited I was because it was my first time going. Um, I heard it was really good. I heard it was really fun. Um, I will be honest. I thought the same thing. But it's when I got there, I got this energy that it felt so intense. But it, everything felt so like like a dream, if it made any sense. Um Honestly, like getting out of the airport from LAX and stuff like, and just like, you know, walking down, walking out of LAX and stuff like I felt, I felt such like a dream. I felt like it was just, I was fantasizing my vacation to LA. I don't know. I just felt like I wasn't there present that I was just like, I don't know. It felt some type of weird. I, I, for me, at least, I don't know about my friends, um, I will say, yeah, it felt really weird. We ended up, like, doing, like, obviously the touristy things around L.A. We went, you know, we had In-N-Out Burger. We had, what is it called, Rising Raising Canes and stuff like that. It's like a chicken tender spot. Really good. Amazing. 
Um, we went to Disneyland. Okay, Disneyland was so much fun, and and why was it fun for me was because I met Olivia Rodrigo at Disneyland. Honestly, I really thought I was going to run into a celebrity in LA, but never thought I would run into Olivia Rodrigo. I didn't even, it, it's, her name didn't even pop into my head, which was the funny thing. I was like looking forward to see like influencers and stuff because I thought that's, you know, they were always around. And the thing is we went during the middle of the week. So like it really, I guess people weren't really out out as much except Friday and Saturday, but Friday and Saturday for us, we were mostly by like the beach. Friday we were by the beach. Saturday we were uh just we slept in and then we had like brunch and then we ended up going back to West Hollywood for a bit and then we like chilled around there. We hanged out through we just walked through the whole like um like Hall of Fame stars thing. Um and we went like, to like the gift shops and stuff to get little gifts for everyone and stuff for to bring back home. So that was fun. We also took like a tour bus. Um a, a person like you know we, we paid and stuff and we like they took us around to see like celebrity houses former celebrity houses um just a lot of like historical facts i guess but and then they took us to like see like a view of la of downtown la and weho and stuff which for me honestly I, I i'm not gonna say i wanted to go on it it was just part of the experience and i was just not gonna say no to my friends when they wanted to do it because i feel like they wanted to do it um, so I had to like, obviously be like, okay, it's part of the experience, it's part of being in LA, in LA and stuff. It's part of the touristy things. And if say we do come and visit again, like we'll just not do this again. And honestly, I wouldn't do it again <laughs> because I feel like we wasted so much of our day. Even if it was like two hours, it felt like three. It just, everything was wasted. I feel like we could have just done that ourselves because there was just spots that we could have easily just gone to. And that's it. Like we could easily maybe have followed a tour bus if that's if that makes any sense. And um, we didn't do that. Instead, we just wasted thirty five dollars. <laughs> um, but the tour guy was really nice. He was really nice. I'm not gonna say he wasn't. He was really funny. He's a comedian. So that's what we did Saturday. Okay, Friday we ended up just going to Santa Santa Monica Pier. Okay, Santa Monica, and then we hit Venice Beach. Um, we also, in the morning of Friday, we actually just went to um, Alfred Coffee Shop and stuff, um, which was really fun. I had so much fun being there, honestly. Um, it was my first time trying Alfred Coffee, and the reason why I went was because I know Miss Alicia Marie, um, vlogger, YouTuber, entrepreneur, idol, queen she usually goes to alfred all the time for her coffee and i was like oh my god like i'm in la i might as well try it and let's just say it's really expensive <laughs> i got three coffees for my friends and we got like um my friend got like a burrito sandwich a burrito like breakfast um sandwich thing um me and my friend got like uh both i got like sandwich which is like similar to like what you would get at a actual like corner store in your town type of thing vibe um, which was really good but i ended up wasting almost 60 dollars on that and that's like not even what i would waste on starbucks uh, maybe i think in starbucks but if it would be more like drinks i feel like here was just three drinks three meal i mean i guess it also makes sense it's la Everything there in LA is expensive, by the way. I honestly thought that everything there wasn't going to be that expensive. I thought some places were going to be pretty cheap. No, everything in LA is expensive. Even going to grocery, like having like doing grocery shopping, it's pretty expensive. Um, like, of, of course, if you go to like Trader Joe's or like Air One and stuff, like you're going to end up paying more. But like if you go to like, your local like grocery stores, like for in LA, they have like Ralph's and then they have Vaughn's. I think those would be two good places for you to like you know go ahead and get your stuff if you're like visiting and you're staying there for a week and you don't want to be buying food i say like cook your own meals because i think you'll save more money um like at least like cook at least one of your meals like maybe breakfast you can do breakfast one day and then buy takeout the next that day later on or the next day you can you know buy breakfast and then come back and then eat dinner and stuff i think that's really more that's more inconvenient not inconvenient but that's more convenient so I think that's what I should do next time I visit. Um, 
what else do we do? Thursday. Thursday, I'm going back. I'm not going from like Wednesday to Thursday. <laughs> um, Thursday, we actually just uh, went to Disneyland. We spent the whole day at Disneyland. I, you know, we woke up at five in the morning because from five in Jersey time, it's actually like eight o'clock. So for us, it was like, okay, we're up. We're ready to go. But for LA time, it was more like, oh, five in the morning. Shit. <laughs> um, the sun wasn't even up. I think it didn't even come up to like five, like six. 10 honestly six um you still start you start seeing more light then uh which actually fun fact that when it's nighttime over there i don't know if it's just me but the sky doesn't look as dark as in jersey like the sky like wraps and then like it's you like see white light which makes no sense like at the end of the sky like it just looks white, which if someone lives in LA and hears this, like, let me know why is the sky look white at night? Okay. Um, Thursday, we, <laughs> I got a little off track. Um, Thursday, we just spent the day at Disneyland and I think it was really fun. It was my first time going to Disneyland. I've been to Disney World in Florida. It's been, it was fun. Honestly, Disneyland was pretty small compared to the Walt Disney and Florida. Um, I see why people prefer to go to Florida instead, uh, just because there's more attractions, there's more things to do there, and there's more parks, I feel like. And even Universal's in LA is really small, because um, we we got to, we went to, like, when we did the tour thing, we he took us to, like, the view of, like, I guess, of WeHo and, like, Beverly Hills type of view. Um, like, type of, like, for us in Jersey, we have this spot, at least around my area, we have the spot called Garrett Mountain, where you can see is, like, the, like, sorry, I hit the mic. Um, you see, like, the towns below um, Garrett Mountain, which is, like, Patterson, uh, maybe Woodland Park, Clifton, Passaic, uh, so on, so on. You can still see towns, and, um, and I think that's how it was for L.A., but it was like a better view <laughs> and they showed us like universal and it was like a little like it was a small little part you can literally see like harry potter world harry potter you hear you hear this you can literally see harry potter world from like the view and stuff so that's how small i think the parks there are um which i prefer to go like walt disney if you were gonna do the whole thing um what else um, yeah, we did all that. We went to Disney, um, California Adventure, and then we hopped on to the next, um, Disneyland Park around four, and then we spent the whole day from four, um, to, like, nine, which was very fun. I had so much fun. We did pretty much every, not every ride, but we did certain, we did a couple rides. It's not like we didn't wait online, and I think that's all part of the experience. You know, like, going to Disneyland and just, you know, waiting online it's it's part of the experience and my friends were like damn we should have gotten like lightning pass or whatever and um i was like okay like next time we come like i think we should do it on for certain rides um like the car rides we didn't go we literally um got online after eating lunch um we had like chicken tenders and fries i got the kids meal by mistake but honestly it, it filled me up and i had baby carrots none of them had baby carrots so i ate all my carrots um but yeah no we had like the meals there were pretty expensive for the amount of food that you were getting i got like two pieces of chicken tenders and a little bit of like a handful of fries like if you were just to grab with your hand and just put into a plate that's exactly what i got and it wasn't worth it for thirteen dollars because for thirteen dollars here i can get myself a whole nice meal <laughs> um but yeah, no, after that, yeah, we went online for the cars ride because we wanted to go on it so bad. Um, but the way was literally about two hours. Uh, we were halfway through, not really halfway through. We were like an hour mid, you know, into the online waiting. And my friend just has a really bad panic attack, an anxiety attack. And I think it was because of the people. So we're not really used to being surrounded by so many people. Um, and I think for us, that was really draining, especially if you have anxiety, you know, and then you're like claustrophobic and then you're also like, you know, thinking about, you're overthinking about stuff. Like, I think it's going, it's going, it's going to hit you. It's going, you're going to react in a way where it's like, you know, it's not cool. So for us, it was just more important to take care of our friend with mental health instead of waiting online and making her suffer. Uh, so we decided to do that, just get out of line and we, 
we went into just walk around the park again and went to gift stop gift shops and stuff and I think that was really important for us to do. I think that was was one of the most important things that we did at the trip. Like, you know, we put our friend first because it was it was really hard. You know, it wasn't easy. We got drinks. We friend didn't finish her. She didn't even touch her. <laughs> but I think, you know, when you're having anxiety, I understand where she com- is she's coming from because you really don't want to touch anything. You just wanted to be there by yourself and not be annoyed by anyone else around you and not be surrounded by people. But at that point, it was just no point of us going back uh, because it was still a walk passing through so many people. And there was a bunch of people. It was like we couldn't even walk certain ways um, because I guess the park was getting packed because I know California Adventure it closes an hour earlier than Disneyland. But people were already hopping onto the park because, you know, it's Disneyland. They wanted to see the castle and stuff, which actually the castle there is really small. It's not that big. It's not like the Walt Disney Park. It's really huge. Um, what else? What else did we do? Um, after that, we just honestly just ended up walking around. Um, then we went into like some like Spider-Man. Not Spider-Man. We went to like Star Wars like attraction. And then we went to a... Which one? Oh, we went to Space Mountain. Space Mountain was my favorite ride there, honestly. It was so fast, so fun. I If you follow me on my Instagram, you know... I have the picture online. Online. Sorry, I was like thinking about it. I have a picture I posted on my Instagram story of our faces and stuff. My two friends literally made the funniest faces ever. Um, <laughs> but I think that was one of my favorite rides and it was worth the wait. We honestly waited maybe almost two hours. It didn't feel as much because we were obviously talking, you know, just catching up or gossiping, I guess. Uh, I think that really made time flow fly by really quick. Um, but after that ride, we ended up going to like the Disney, like like the Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse house that they have there which is what they call the ride. And it's like a little float. You get into a float and it takes you inside the castle and takes you around to like in the inside of the castle where there's like attractions of every type of character, but baby form, like kid friendly thing for it's a kid's ride. But I think we just decided to do it because it was the only ride. I had literally no line. It was like a two minute wait. So we did it. Um, and then we tried to watch the light show a little bit. It was more like, it's more like for kids, I guess. Um, we're in really having fun. We're also really exhausted from walking the whole day. Imagine that. We've been walking. We've been on our feet since like 9 a.m. Walking the park, standing, waiting for the rides. And it was already like almost 9, hitting 9 at night. And that's when the park was closing. So we were like, damn, no. Let's just dip. Let's go. Let's do it. So then on our way back, we just stopped by some gift shops, last minute gift stores to buy stuff. And it got crazy because the park was closing. And I guess the gift shops were the last stops people were going. Now people were focusing it on before because when we went into the Disneyland park, honestly, it was like it was pretty empty because obviously people were more worried about getting on the rides maybe or, you know, seeing more of the park and then doing the gift shops later, which is kind of smart. But for us, we just wanted to get over it with. But we still ended up going back because we forgot some stuff. <laughs> you hear this? Uh, we forgot some stuff. <laughs> my English, I'm sorry. It's that my anxiety is really bad right now. I honestly don't even know how I'm doing this, but this is my form of therapy. It's it's really, I'm, I'm getting to the good juicy part later in a bit, okay? Um, to talk to you guys about my whole depression and why is it that I feel depressed? What is it going on? And I feel like this is an important topic to talk about in a bit because it honestly shows you that how like vulnerable you can be, you know what I mean? And so I, I just want to share this experience with you guys. And that way you guys think that you guys aren't alone and you know, that we'll get through it, but let me continue real quick. We're almost done anyway. So we ended up going out. Um, it was so bad. People were on top of us. People were like climbing us, Bumping to each other, it was so bad. My anxiety there was getting a little bit too intense. So I was like, yeah, we got to bounce. Let's do it. So we hit the bathroom. Um, my friend hits the bathroom because she needed to use the bathroom before we head out. We were already by the gate to leave. And as soon as we're leaving, um, as soon as, like, you know, she, my friend goes inside the bathroom, me and my friend wait. But we go to another little gift shop, little thing, like outdoor gift shop 
in front of the bathroom to just see what they had. We went back. It was like a minute. We literally just browsed and that's it. And then I don't know where I'm talking to my friend, like to the side and we're, we have our backs against like the brick wall and there's like an ATM on my friend's left side. Um, and so I'm on my phone, we're like talking. And then all I see when I lift my head up is two girls pass by and I'm like, what the fuck is this Olivia Rodrigo? So in my head, I'm thinking that real quick and I react real quick. And I was like, Olivia, like that, just as if we were like real life friends, you know, it was more like Olivia, like, is that you? And then she was like, yes. And then she turns around pretty slow because I guess she was pretty confused because I feel like her fans would yell like, Olivia Rodrigo. You know what I mean? But for me, it was more like Olivia, like as if we, we you know, we'd known each other before. Um, so we were there. Um, so I tell him like, hey, like, I love you. Like, can we take a selfie? Like, I'm a big fan. Love your music. And she was like, yeah, of course. And she was there to take out money from the ATM, which is so funny. It was like perfect timing. <laughs> I don't even know how that happened. It happened so quick. And then I was like, after we took the selfie, I was like, listen, I love you. Can I hug you? And then I reached for a hug before she even said yes. And she said yes already when I already had my arms around her. And she hugged me and said, I love you too. Thank you. You're cute. Um, and then when buyer day honestly and that was my night that made my thursday night because i met olivia rodrigo i was really about to cry happy tears happy tears of course and then i see conan gray later on he came out of the bathroom which i was like oh my god i should have gone out of the bathroom because i would have met conan gray as well i would have cried so anyways that was my whole experience at disneyland Actually, I said hi to Con and Gray when they were all leaving in a group because they were all in a group of friends and stuff, and they had, like, security and shit. So when I had, like, they were leaving already, I yelled Con and Gray. I was like, Conan, hey. And then he just looked back, but with, like, a weird, tired face and just waved and, like, kind of, like, grimmed a little bit, but not really smiled. So for me, that was kind of a little devastating because I'm a big fan of him. I love his music. But then when he said that, when like, I don't know. He didn't seem amused. He and my friend was possibly thinking that he was really tired, but I'm like, no, like they're your fans. Like if you like have supporters that are saying hi to you, at least you can do is just make a fake a smile at least. Because I feel like I'd rather make fake a smile than like give him a real fake, like actual fake, fake, fake smile, and it's like. A weird energy and I felt his energy didn't it wasn't good I don't know for me that was not a good experience with him but he was already walking away so it really didn't make sense so I, I was like whatever about it so that was my night at Disneyland <laughs> I got we got home so exhausted which is funny because our, our Airbnb was only like 25 minutes away which isn't that bad from Disneyland compared to like Disney like our Airbnb to like LA was like an hour drive and here's the thing, the last day, Saturday, when we're on our way to the airport at 5 in the morning, because we leave the house at 5, because we're always we're trying to get there in time just because it's like, you know, we don't know if there's going to be traffic. We don't know how LA works. Like, is LA, does LA, does LA have not traffic around 5 a.m.? And it's true, they do not. It took us 30 minutes to get our Airbnb, from Airbnb to point to, like, where we drop off our car, which is like a 10-minute drive from um, also LAX. 30 minutes. But in reality, throughout the whole trip, we've been really wasting almost an hour to go and come back. The traffic in LA is insane. It's insane. Like, how do we get there for 30 minutes on Saturday at 5 in the morning? But then the other days, we were literally waiting an hour in traffic just to get a, you know... It was 30 more minutes. It was insane. It was so crazy. Um, so that was really crazy for me. Wednesday, our first day when we got here, we actually just went, um, literally first, we went to just pick up our car, got in and out burger because we were really starving. We waited for that. Um, we hit Ralph's because we wanted to get some, like, wine. We got a wine. We got, um, what else did we get? Um, we got, like, fruit. We got, like, our shampoo, conditioner, toothpaste, little essentials that we're going to need that we didn't bring on a trip. We stopped up for that and also Tylenol because I had a little migraine. My ear, by the way, is still pop. So if you guys can give me a 
you know, something to, like, my ear. Because I, I don't know if my ears actually popped or if there's, like, earwax that maybe was, like, affected through the my ear pop and stuff during the flight on Sunday coming back. But I've been like that for two days. I've been there since Sunday, and it's Tuesday, and, like, I'm kind of scared. I had an off day yesterday. I should have gone to urgent care at least to get checked it out. But my mom just said to just get eardrops, like, and stuff, and I think that should work. I hope it does, because if it doesn't, I'm going to cry. Literally going to cry. No, actually, I won't cry, but you know you know what I mean. <laughs> um, but I, it's bothering me, because this side, like, my right side of the ear, it feels like it's, like, like, I can hear it, but it's not as good as, you know, I can, you know, that I can listen to and stuff. So I'm a little bit like, oh, my God, you know, oh, I'm scared, but I'll be fine. Help. So yeah, that's what we did Wednesday. Then we hit a dispensary because I wanted to hit, see a dispensary so bad. Dispensary is life changing. We also hit one on Friday, like mid mid afternoon. We went to like the cookies dispensary, and then the first one we did, we did Med Med Spa, I think it's called. The first day we got there because we wanted to obviously, you know, get one to like light up that day and enjoy our night because I think that was our plan. Um, so that's what we did. We headed back to Airbnb. We went back to our Airbnb because we wanted to jump off our stuff. Um, and then we hit Huggington Beach. Huggington Beach, right? Huggington. I don't know how to pronounce that word. I have like a really bad way of saying it. Huggington Beach. Huggington Beach. That's what, that's what it is. Um, we went to Huggington Beach, and that's because ex- it was only like a ten minute drive to us. We we're right next to it, so we did that. Um, we we like we just went out for a walk. It was like around like seven at night. We did the walk, and we we just like you know we lit up the one of our pre rolls and stuff, and just walked the like little boardwalk that they have on the beach. Really nice beach, honestly. At night, it looks really nice. It looks scary because the water is like, wow. But, like, you know, like the, they had like restaurants on the boardwalk. They had like other stores across the street, like actual nice stores. And it's like really like outside store wise. It's not like the malls here. Um, like just really shopping centers for you to shop at. Um, a lot of restaurants, a lot of nice people. The weather was amazing when we were there. It wasn't too hot, but it wasn't too cold. Um, it was like the right temperature. Obviously, at night it would get a little chilly, like maybe a sweater. Like if you're going to LA around February, honestly, check the weather because the week before we went, it was like 80s, like completely 80s all the time, like all day, all week before we went. It was like 80s, almost close to 90, and then we went. It was like 65, and then it went to like 75. So it was like balancing. Then we were just playing with, with the weather there, and honestly, I was just take like next time. Not summer clothes. Um, I would take like maybe one outfit of a summer clothes, and then the rest I'll take like a pair of jeans and and like a hoodie or maybe shirts, and that's it. Because honestly, LA is pretty. It gets pretty cold at night, even though we're used to Jersey weather. Like that for me wasn't as cold because I'm used to like really cold weather here. But my friends were also cold because they brought summer clothes. I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. That's what we did the first day. It was so nice. Um, we got super stoned. We went back home. We had wine. We had like um chips and like cookies, and we watched Annabelle. Um, the creation of Annabelle and stuff on Netflix for like thirty minutes, twenty max, I think. And then we headed to bed because we were really tired after that. That pre roll that really hit, and then the wine. Yeah, we were dead. Um, by the way. Cali weed over there is amazing. It's life-changing. Like, I felt, honestly, I was, like, tripping. It was like, what? Am I really just, is this really actual, you know, and not, like, flower? Is this actually flower and not actual other things? Substance? Sub? Whatever. I'm done talking because my anxiety is not letting me talk today. So, that's exactly how our trip went. Um, It was really fun. I had such an amazing time. Um, it's honestly, it's something for the books. I'll definitely keep in mind of like going, but like maybe, I don't know. Like, I feel like I didn't get to do everything I wanted to do. Um, but you know, 
I don't know. I I mean, Saturday when we got there, it was more like, I mean, Friday we did was the most fun thing for me because I saw one of my friends. And this is where I'm going to talk to you guys about my depression. It has nothing to do with a guy. I mean, it really has to do with a guy, but it also has to do with me. It's also like kind of, I feel like it's my fault as to why I still have my, like my, I, my depression came back and my anxiety came back. Me thinking about it makes me want to tear. But that day, like, was best day ever. Like, I walked the pier. I, I walked the Venice pier, like the boardwalk, Venice boardwalk. Then we did, like, rode bikes around sunset hours, Santa Monica with my friends and the guy. Um, mind you, the guy I already had met up here before because he had moved to Jersey for six months. And then he just moved back to California, like, January. Um, but, yeah, well, let's go ahead and talk about this whole experience as to why I'm so depressed. <laughs> so, this is really hard because for the couple, three days, I've been just sobbing my eyes out. And I think it's normal for us to do this. People with depression, people with anxiety, people with to have like mental breakdowns, it's not easy to get back on our feet after like crying for a good three straight days. Um, especially just being like really lonely and feeling really like, like, honestly, this is one of the lowest moments I've had this year, uh, as far as 2022, I, you know, it's only the beginning. I feel like it's, I feel like it's been forever 2022, um, but it's only February and we're getting into March in a few weeks, which is scary because then after March is April and then summer comes, which I'm happy about because summer honestly makes me feel better. About myself for some reason. Um, I can do more stuff. I'm planning on traveling. I'm planning on going back to LA soon. Um, just by myself. Doing an alone trip. Because I do want to experience LA alone. Um, it is scary. Trust me. It is scary being alone. But it's part of getting out of my comfort zone. And I haven't listened to Emma's podcast. But she uploaded one about getting off your comfort zone. I like skimmed through like the... Um, you know... The um, little notes at the bottom of the episode. Without playing it. Because... I totally forgot to download it on before getting onto my flight on Sunday, so I didn't get to listen to it on the flight. Uh, but I read like the notes, and it talks about really just getting off your comfort zone and just doing things that makes you feel comfortable and make you want to grow as a person because that's part of growing is getting out of your comfort zone. You know, it's part of like maturing and um, being an adult. You know, an adult, and I think it's really important for me because I need to step off. You know, get off my get on my feet and do things I really wouldn't do on a day-to-day -day basis and stuff. But that is besides the point. I've been sobbing my eyes out for three days. Like I said, I don't know where my depression came from. And I'm sorry if I sound like I'm a cry throughout this part of this episode, because it, it is really hard to like talk about this. You know, it is something that I didn't think it was going to come back as quick as I thought, you know, last time I had, uh, you know, last time I fell into a depression was honestly around 2018 when my ex-boyfriend left me. And it was really hard for me then to cope with it because I wasn't sure what I had. I wasn't familiar with the term depression. I wasn't familiar with anxiety. I wasn't familiar with mental breakdowns, mental health. It wasn't something that was like had a spotlight around that time of my like of living in 2018, like I feel like it became such a thing known like after it, after I had graduated high school and stuff and after I went through everything I had to go through. Um, so that was the last time I fell into depression because, you know, it was just one of the worst breakups I've ever, I ever had in my life. I think that really like, like really killed me inside and, and made me just like wonder why, or if I'm ever going to meet the right person. Um, so that was one of the worst moments ever. So, and it felt more worse this time coming. It felt like 10 times worse. And I'm sorry. Ooh, I want to cry. Didn't expect this episode of me being crying. I'm sorry. If you guys, you know, don't want to listen to, because I know it can be really triggering for some people. I forgot to put a trigger warning at the beginning of this part of the episode of half of the episode. So I'm doing it now. Trigger warning. This is, I will talk about depression, anxiety, mental health. So if this is something that's going to trigger you, it's best to just skip this part of the episode. But if you can, I would really highly suggest you guys to listen to it, in my opinion, just because I feel like it can also help 
us, people that have, you know, suffer from this because it's not easy. It's really not. Um, but there's a trigger warning. I completely fell into depression Saturday, mid, like early afternoon, early, early afternoon. I remember it was like 12 when I fell into like, I started feeling really sad. Didn't think it was going to last this long. Honestly, to this day, I'm still like fighting my depression. It is really hard. I haven't really been eating ever since. And it sucks because it is something that it's not really what I wanted to go through and stuff. Like, I don't ever expect anyone to go through this because it's not fun. It's not a good feeling. It is something really, really hard. You know, something that it's going to, you know, stay with you. It is, it's not a game. It's not something that we just feel like because we're crying because we're like bitches and stuff. No, it has nothing to do with that. And I think that people see it as a stigma around like, oh, depression is just like you just have it in your head. And a lot of people think that and it's not like that. People take medications for it because it's really hard for them to cope by them by themselves, you know, and I'm here doing it by myself without any prescribed medication because I don't want to depend on it. And if you take medication, it's fine. Okay. It helps you. It, it doesn't really mean that it's going to help other people. You know, it's all based on yourself. Like if it's going to help you and you take it, then so by all means do it. But for me, I just don't want to depend on it because, like, I did depend on it before, and it's really ruined my mental health before more. I feel like it just always made me feel more lazy. Um, but it was starting mostly Saturday. I didn't think of it much because I just thought it was really sad that I was leaving my friend. Um, the guy will be anonymous. I did, you know, my close friends know the person if they, you know, they know. Um, but for those of you that don't know, it's it, it, it is sad. Um, I was really sad leaving him when we dropped him off Saturday uh, morning type because I had spent the whole Friday day, like the whole like Friday afternoon with him, afternoon night until Saturday morning until we dropped him off. He spent the night with us. Um, the Friday we were we were together and we walked. The Venice Boardwalk. We were getting so we were getting along. Okay, it wasn't my first time meeting. You know, it was more like our third time meeting because again, like I said, he had lived in Jersey and he lived like maybe thirty minutes away from where I lived when he lived here. So we met up twice when he was here. We were supposed to meet up more than that, but I think that he was working at the time to you know get money to fly back out to LA. And our schedules really were we were always busy. When he was here, I wasn't really paying much attention. I think that me and him were just also like having fun and just because we met on a dating app and it was more like, oh, okay, we're just taking it slow. We're just friends or like whatever the case may be. Like I'm not looking for anything in particular at the moment. And we like kind of discussed it a little bit, but not fully. But when we met up in LA, it felt different. It felt it felt real. It felt like a dream. It felt like something that you would see, you would pick up from a movie, honestly. From like walking on the boardwalk in Venice Beach with sunset, like peak. Yeah, sunset was at peaked and it had peaked. And then we like rode bikes, those electric bikes on Santa Monica Pier. Um, no, we, we rode it from Venice Beach to all the way to Santa Monica. Um, with my friends and it was uh, honestly the best experience ever I had because I was around someone I really, really, really liked and it it really, really hit. I fell head over heels for him. I don't even know how, um, but I think it's my fault for getting attached because I, knowing myself, I had really high expectations on us meeting up and us being like, you know, thinking that, oh, my God, like, maybe this can be something or maybe something's going to happen. It was more I was expecting the good, but not expecting the bad. It was like I wasn't preparing myself for the bad. I wasn't preparing myself for what was to come. Um, more, I was more living in the moment and present. Like, I wasn't really focusing on anything else and wasn't thinking about, like, oh, my God, when he leaves. Like, no, it was more like. I'm with you now. Fuck everything. Like it, when it comes tomorrow, will come and then we'll deal with it then. 
that's how I, my mind was working on Friday. Like when we met, I met up with him I, when we picked him up with my friends. Uh, so I, I really appreciate my friends for taking the time to drive, you know, and picking him up because it is like, you know, when, where we were, when we were going to pick him up, it was like a 40, like a 30 minute type 40 minute drive. But my friend was already driving. She's the only one that drove. One of my friends, the only one that was driving the whole trip. So for me, I felt really bad asking her to do it, but she, I appreciate the fact that she did that um, for me. Um, so I guess it's also the only reason, one of the reasons why I fell into my depression in LA was because it felt, if honestly, one being is because I made my friends go out of the way to do this, to pick up someone that they didn't know that they did for me because they wanted to see me happy. Um, so that hurt the most. Because it was more like I didn't want to feel like I was using my friends in some type of way in any sense. Again, it was our trip that it was, you know, we planned our trip to go there together and we had things planned. Um, and we just, I decided to just add my friend, the guy, and stuff because he had lived there and stuff. So I was more like, okay, let's, can he come along? Blah, blah, blah. Wasn't really thinking he was going to stay over. I think if, he hadn't stayed over. I wouldn't be in a depressing. I, I wouldn't falling into a depression right now. I honestly wouldn't, because I feel like if you had just hung out like half the day and just call it a night, Friday night, then we would. I would have been fine. I think I would have been fine because we wouldn't gone to this thing of going back to my Airbnb and doing our stuff there and just having our alone time there. You know what I mean? And I think that's what really pushed. You know. That's what really just made a big hole in my heart because it's like, you know, we did all this cute stuff at the beach the whole Friday night and stuff. And then we like met up again. We picked him up because he had left for a bit because there was like an issue. Um, he had to take care of some stuff. And then we had like dinner. Um, me, and my th me and my two friends, we had dinner at the Santa Monica Pier. We had like pizza, which pizza wasn't good at all. It actually f felt like I was eating school pizza. Not going to lie. So that was the worst $16 of my life that I wasted. Never again. Um, so we had that. Then we went back to the car. And we ended up having a ticket, by the way, on our rental car. But we paid it off. And also, I don't think that they called us. So it's fine. We're chilling. Um, what else? Um, yeah, no. And I think the whole experience of being in L.A., got to me as well because it was at night honestly it's very scary um but also i'm a really spiritual guy i'm not like hardcore on it like i you know i can't you know be like oh like, i can predict the future for you i can read your palm no i'm not that type of spiritual person but i do get that feeling the good or bad feeling whenever whatever wherever i am you know if things so when I was in LA, my whole energy, even when I first got to the airport, like I said in the beginning of the episode, it felt way off. It felt dark, and my friend was also having like like really bad dreams about just really bad, like crazy dreams about Satan. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. Um, so imagine having those dreams, and then me feeling this type of energy, and then. Being in LA, in LA, where you people give their soul to whatever to be famous, or it is a crazy, crazy city. LA is not something to be playing around with, and it's scary. It is scary, and it, it gives you that vibe. Like people there, also a lot of people are homeless. It is really expensive to live in LA. Only the wealthy, rich people can live in LA. I feel like. A freaking normal house possibly there is up to like maybe a million dollars of mortgage. A million. A million dollars. An average home in Beverly Hills for a family house is up to five million dollars. Nothing cheaper than that in Beverly Hills. And we have it's up to two million dollars to cheap or maybe an apartment. If you're living in a loft, then up to maybe close half a million, fifty thousand dollars. Which for me is insane. It is scary to live in LA and it's hard. It's not an easy thing. Honestly, like now looking back to it, do I want to live in LA? Yes, I do in the future. But it's when I get my life and shit together. I think if I have like a, a you know, a good amount of money to, you know, if, I, if I'm really good and settled, then I'll definitely move there. If not, I see myself living in Jersey. Honestly, I could always visit LA, you know?
Um, but yeah, no, like that's I'm a little off topic, but that's one of the reasons why I also felt a little weird, and I feel like I was a little scared. I started getting homesick after that, after Saturday when the guy left too. Um, but like Friday night, we did so much crazy stuff. Like if you ever get caught up in stuff like that, like. Don't put yourself through that. Honestly, listen to your friends because that's something I should have done is listen to my friends and not have invited him over and not, you know, experience what I did with him on our alone time when we got to our Airbnb, you know, because I think that's the reason why it made him more intimidating and more hard for me to let go of him because of what we did and also what we did Friday. It felt so real for me. It felt like I felt happy for once. I was so happy that I was spending time with someone that I liked. And in reality, the person that didn't even like me back. It was, it's so hard. It's so hard, guys. It's not easy. And every time I was with him, it felt like it was, I was living the Ellie dream. Like I was really fantasizing my life. It, it was honestly a movie. It didn't, it felt so real. And it hurt a lot. It did. It did. I, I would like to, I wouldn't lie here and say like it didn't because it did. After he left, like it felt, I felt so bad. I literally got back into the car after saying bye to him. And he was, you know, we did, I didn't even look into his face really much when I said bye to him um, because it was so hard for me to do it because I didn't also want to hug him because I was scared that if I was to hug him, or if I were to hug him, sorry, me and him, I think I would have sobbed on him and he would have been, what, like a little confused. And I my, my thing was that I was going to confront to him. I was going to confront him on Saturday morning when my friends were getting ready about my true feelings for him. But I was so scared. You know, I was really vulnerable. And, you know, it's part of being vulnerable, I guess. Sorry. Um, I was really in shock of like his response to me. I was scared whether or not wasn't if it was gonna be something I didn't want to hear or maybe it was something I wanted to hear and I wasn't sure and that's why my anxiety was a little bit acting up. Um so I didn't say anything. I kept it cool. Um so we went out for brunch that morning with my friends. I I I paid for his meal. Um for what so I can get this in return, this pain I'm feeling. I then come back I was depressed. I got into the car. Sorry, I got him a little bit. Yeah. So we drop him off and stuff, and I get into the car, and I start sobbing as soon as I get into the car. I'm like sobbing. My friends look back. They don't even know how to come for me, and it was it was hard because, of course, it's my first time they saw me crying, and I never cried for a guy ever in life. Ever since 2018, I've never, ever cried. I think 2018 was the last time I cried over a guy, and I think that, that it's been so long that I felt like this. That that's why it's hitting like crazy right now. And being back home honestly feels weird because it's like all I can think about is him and how our memory, just the memories that we had there. It was a good experience. And it's something that's never going to happen again. And it hurts because now I know how he truly feels. Last night, I actually confronted him about my feelings and he didn't even acknowledge, acknowledge them. Um, instead, he was worried about me posting him on my social media that someone told him I was posting him as if he was my man, um, which honestly, I don't see why it concerns anyone or why would someone go ahead out of the way and snitch on me for posting someone like that, which I understand that if I didn't make it seem like that, I apologize for that because that's wrong. You shouldn't be posting someone that's not your man on your social media or making it seem like you guys are going out when in reality you guys are just really friends. But I also was really trying to document every bit of my California trip on my Snapchat. I also snap everyone I'm with or anywhere I'm at for safety reasons because it's something I like to do just to make sure that anyone knows that where I'm at um, and stuff like I'm sorry if it came out that way. And that's exactly what I told him. And I, again, went and expressed my feelings to him. And he was just like, we're not together. It was just, it was just the things he said to me was also really heartbroken because it was just like, 
damn, like, was I really falling for someone like this? Like, now I know how he feels without him even telling me and stuff. But he, the fact that he didn't even acknowledge my message was so heartbroken to me. So I was really devastated. Um, then he goes on and tells me he'll talk to me later. He, like, hits me up, like, three hours later, four, um, when I'm ready, when I'm getting ready to go to bed. And he just sends me one voicemail. One voice message, he DMs me a voice message, and that's it. And then I send him a couple of voice messages expressing and apologizing and, you know, just being really honest with him. And I, by the way, he wanted, like, the pictures that I posted of him. He liked them, um, and he hasn't responded ever since now. And it's Tuesday now. It's the next day. He opened the message and didn't didn't respond to anything. So in my head now, it's more like I have to just really move on and just just be, you know, go back into my daily routine. And it sucks. It sucks because it, I don't like feeling like this. No one should ever be feeling like this. And I think my lesson from this, like if this is something, if something, if there's something that you should get, you know, a lesson from this and stuff is that you shouldn't fall for someone so hard so easily. You know, and don't post anyone on social media unless you guys are actually going out and or actually had spoken about, you know, being together or a thing. Because I think that also can lead to lead to like people also having like red flags, I guess, if it makes sense. And that's my mistake. And that's something I'm not going to do anymore. And I think that I didn't mean it in that way. But from other people's per- perspectives, it did look like that. And I do understand. Um, I also don't expect people to like go ahead and you know, tell people my stuff that I post on my Snapchat because it really doesn't concern anyone but you or the person that owns the Snapchat account. I think it's my Snapchat and I can post whatever the hell I want to post, LOL. And I quote. <laughs> um, But now I'm completely like a little sad still, but and it sucks because I go back to work today and I have like, I worked this whole week and I closed this whole week. So I'm scared that I'm really going to have a mental breakdown at work because it's going to hit me. And I, I really do miss, I miss my friend. The fact that he didn't even respond to the message, it really hurt because it's still like, I still care for him as a friend, regardless if he doesn't like me. <laughs> And I just really hope that today, at least I get a message from him saying something, expressing some type of feelings or something, because I haven't even gotten anything but, honestly, just he was mad about what I posted him on Snap, on my social media. That's really it. And about what I posted him on my Snapchat, like, which for me, I don't really understand, but um, it's hard. It's hard. And that's why I'm on a little depressing episode and... As to why I really wanted to really just delete my social media account completely. It was something. It was something that I didn't I didn't expect to do. I don't didn't think I wanted to do it. And now that I slept a little bit, I guess it makes you know it's the next day and I'm thinking more clearly. I don't think I want to do it because I think it's better for me to like show, you know, it's better for us to show whoever hurt us that we're doing fine without them. Even if we have to fake it, I think just showing that to them, you know, it's, it's going to prove to you and and them like you don't need them and it's going to show them that you're doing fine without them, that you're really unbothered about everything which has happened, you know? And I think that, that's the whole part of being, you know, really vulnerable and being very blunt and stuff and putting yourself first because that's really important. And I always talk about, you know, mental health and stuff and putting yourself first and stuff. And I think that I don't do it as much anymore. And I let my really, I let my emotions take the best of me and I fall for people too easily, too easily. Yeah, I do. I do. I do fall for guys so easily. And sometimes you're blinded by the cute stuff that you're doing at the present, like in the present moment. And then later on, it's just, it's going to hit you like crazy because it's like, damn, like, okay, so we did all this cute stuff and now what are we? Or, or do you like me? Or what were the cute things that you were doing then? Like, were you just, were you just doing that just to get me to sleep with you? 
and etc like i think sometimes guys think like that and not all guys have that mindset you know don't get me wrong there's a lot of nice guys out there that are really nice and won't do that to you and stuff so i think it's really important for us and for me now on to have my guard up um but it's also like i have to take a break from dating and really talking to anyone because i can't jump into something like that so quick right now my depression has been at its highest since 2018 it's like 10 times worse. Like I didn't even eat dinner Saturday. I didn't even have like nothing to eat yesterday. Like Saturday, I didn't eat really much anything. And then Sunday, I barely had anything to eat, but like a breakfast sandwich from Starbucks and like a drink. I got home. I ate like a little bit of my food. Didn't finish it at all because I was so sad. Being back also home really was sad, but also I missed my mom. And I really also thought about like, damn, like I'm crying over someone that really doesn't, I that doesn't deserve my tears. And honestly, I think that's what something. I think that's something that we should all really take in consideration and be like, hey, like we shouldn't be crying over someone like that. You know, we, you know, we have a roof on top of our heads. We have a family. You know, we have a job. You know, we have a healthy life. You know, you're living, you're breathing, you're waking up every morning. It's something that's something that we should be grateful for it and stuff. And that's something that I realized that I am taking life to granted. You know, life grant life is too short to be crying over for some guy when there's plenty of other guys in the world. But for me, it's been hard because it's like I can't meet anyone around here that meets my expectations. I am high maintenance, and I'm also like. I have trust issues, and then I also just expect a lot from people when, you know, it, it's a lot. And me and him really clicked. That's why I felt so hard for him because me and him, our chemistry was really, really good. And even my friends saw it. My friends noticed how happy I was. They even said, like, damn, like, your energy switched as soon as he left. And your energy was different when you were with him. You were smiling. You were glowing. You were literally, like, you were happy. And I've never felt this happy, guys. And this is the reason why I felt into depression real hard. It's because I was so happy and it just got teared away from me real quick. It was just like a bandage and someone just really yanked that shit really hard. <laughs> but, yeah, I that's just something I really wanted to talk to you guys about. Because I think my podcast is very therapeutic for me. I know I'm not supposed to overshare a lot on here. But it's also really important because I want to make sure that you guys relate to this and we can relate to this together and stuff. And just to let you know that we're not alone, that you're not alone, where I'm here for you no matter how the no matter how I am, I'm here for you. I think that I always tell people that even if I'm sad, if I'm really, really happy and having an amazing day, don't ever think that you're going to ruin my day by telling to me about your problems. Like I'm here to listen. And I love listening to my friends because it's like I love to give advice, and I give the good advice. I I give good advice, believe it or not. And sometimes I don't take that advice to myself. Because sometimes I should though. Like in this situation, I should have taken my advice and not invite him over, and should have just kept it like a friend type of thing and moved on with our lives because I wouldn't been this devastated right now. And he doesn't understand how devastated I am. I mean, he knows when I send him those voice messages, but at this point. Guys are guys, and guys are going to be dicks, and I just really have to move on. So, that's really it, guys. I'll be fine. Day by day, day by day, I'll be fine. Like, it'll, it'll all be over quick, I really hope, because it's something that I don't want to deal with it forever. You know, I have to cope with it the way I, I can cope with it, and honestly, it's just really working. I think that's going to have really helped me a little bit. I'm going to see a lot of my coworkers be around my job and really focusing on my job. But it also scares me because I'm scared I'm not going to be focusing more on my job. I'm going to be thinking about him responding to my message or him just not ever talking to me ever again. And the thing is, my friends also told me to look at this in a good way. You know, it's like, damn, like, you should just move on. But also my other friends that were there with my trip, they're like, one of my friends thinks that he could come along in the long run and just to give him time and 
let him breathe because I think that everything I told him about my feelings came too quick. And also with the whole like posting him and stuff on like social media, maybe he likes to be private and maybe he doesn't like to be on social media as much. And that's true. It could be that as well, but we will never know. And I, I really hope the best for this. I love you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for being my therapist. Thank you guys so much for being people to listen to this. I I honestly don't know how you guys listen to this whole I don't know if it's been an hour of an episode. <laughs> I think it has. I love you. Um, I'll be fine. We'll get this. We'll get through this together day by day. I'll catch up with you guys next week with the new episode. Um, stay tuned for vlogs on my YouTube channel. I vlog my whole trip on Cali, by the way, from packing to the last day. So I'll be uploading those videos really shortly and about next week hopefully because i need to just get over my depression for a bit um because i really want to put effort on my videos and not just edit and upload just to upload so i love you guys subscribe i am isg give right this five stars okay you guys don't have to but optional i love you and stay safe guys wear your mask and you are amazing i love you bye